0: All right, welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports. Uh, We're with Kevin and... Quentin. All right, we're sitting here watching the uh, night games of the college football week two. We'll cover that uh, in another podcast later. Right now, we want to... uh, NBA season's around the corner, and uh, Quentin here wanted to cover uh, some of the transactions that have happened in the NBA over the summer and then he specifically wanted to talk a little bit about the Lakers and their moves so I'm gonna let you start off Quentin um
1: okay so um well I think about the Lakers moves is that I think these moves are going to be good for the Lakers uh this season I'm not um but one thing about these moves I think they should have let um, D'Angelo Russell go and got another point guard uh, he can't he can't really play defense and um, that's gonna that's gonna really uh impact on when they play in the regular season in October um adding Christian Wood was a It was a good move for them. So, um... And they also added Jackson Hayes. That's a good move, too. Then those two would probably be able to compete for, um... That... For... That starting center position. And and then... So that will move Anthony Davis up to the power forward position. So, um... Pretty good moves in the offseason. Resigning Austin Reeves was good. It was okay. Um, resigning Rui Hachimura was a, a really good one. He he was a good player last year. Um. Uh, they got... What else?
0: I'm going to go ahead and weigh in a little bit here while you're uh, oh. looking at what you want to look at. So I'm going to start with the uh, June 29th, their first uh, official off-season move right after yep. the draft. So they waived Mo Bamba. And Shaquille Harrison, which I thought were two good moves. Um, I just don't think that Mobamba fit what they wanted to do. He didn't get much playing time. I like the signing of Gabe Vincent and uh, Trent Prince and Cam Reddish. I think those are all, uh, well, uh, not necessarily Gabe Vincent, but Prince and Reddish were two moves to kind of shore up that defense a little bit. Cam Reddish is a decent defender, and so is Prince. Prince is getting a little older but he's still a decent defender. Jackson Hayes uh, he might be a good I don't know I'll I'll see how that works out. I don't think he's necessarily a great defender but he might provide a little bit of offense and spell Anthony Davis. Resigning Austin Reeves um, is okay. Uh, I don't it doesn't I don't feel one way or the other about it. I know that defensively, he's a little bit of a liability, but he does try to play defense. And, you know, he plays with a lot of heart. So you can't teach heart. So I think that's uh, that's okay. He's a fan favorite, too. Like, the fans love him in L.A. So, you know, that's not a bad, bad re-signing. I agree yeah. about the re-Hachimura. I think that's a good signing, uh, re-signing and him, keeping him there. He was actually a very... Uh, important part of their offense last year in the playoffs, um, all the way up until they lost to Denver. But even against Denver, he had some pretty good plays. Um, I is a very good player off the bench for them. Reminds me a little bit of a Robert Ory, probably not quite as good as Robert Ory, but he kind of reminds me of, of that type of player. Uh, good player to come off the bench, uh, give you some instant offense. I will say that in the playoffs he tried hard to play defense so um, kudos to him for, for putting in that effort. Christian Wood signing him. Uh, I think that's good because he plays forward but he can play center also a little bit of center so that's that gives us somebody who could play two positions to help him out a little bit uh, especially Anthony Davis has been a little injury prone the last couple of years. Yeah so um, that's
1: So that's uh, gonna.
0: Yeah, that'll help him there. Uh, I'm with you. I wasn't super excited about the re signing of D'Angelo Russell. I think that was. They should have let him walk. Um, He's a defensive liability, and his offense is spotty at best. Um, He's a streaky shooter. One night he'll be on fire, and the next night, you know, everybody's looking around going, Where's D'Angelo Russell at? He's uh, in the playoffs. He just completely disappeared. They benched him a lot because of his defensive liability in his spotty offense. Um, you know he got benched for other players in the playoffs. So I don't, I don't think that was necessarily a great move to resign him. I, I agree with you there. I feel like they probably could have got something better on the open market, but we'll see how that works out for him. I guess maybe L.A.'s thinking his second year in the. Uh, offense in the scheme maybe he'll get better I don't think he will I think at the end of the day they're going to end up trading him probably around either before or around the trade deadline I just don't think he fits with this team and I don't think he's consistent enough to play with this team um, I do like the uh, Hood Schiafano uh, draft pick I think he could potentially be pretty good player for them we'll see what happens he had a pretty decent summer league not great not bad just you know average so uh they have some pieces have they did they add enough or do enough to get over the hump against denver probably not denver kept most of their team together i believe they only lost one player and that was brown which is huge for them because he was good off the bench but uh for the most part, it's going to be tough to uh, uh, catch Denver. Man, Denver is is, is tough. They proved it last year, and I think they're going to be tough again this year. Go ahead.
1: Um, signing Gabe Vincent was uh, it was okay. It was it was an okay move. I'm not saying uh, that it was a bad move. I'm just saying that it's it's kind of. I mean, he's.
0: So, so I'll tell you right now, that move was to provide some shooting around LeBron and AD. Yeah. The problem with that is, uh, so it, LeBron will never be a player that you're afraid of him shooting the three-pointer. Um, that's what you want him to do. You want him to shoot the three-pointer because your odds of uh, him missing the three-pointer are pretty good he's not i mean he's an okay three-point shooter but he's not you know you're not afraid of him out there on the three-point line and nobody's ever been so gabe vincent was an addition for shooting to surround anthony davis and lebron with shooters so that that's why they signed him specifically because he is he's known as he was a good shooter off the bench for miami he gave them some very solid minutes in the playoffs um, but that—that's why for him is they—they they signed him because he's a shooter.
1: Yeah, it is true. Um, I for, for me I do like-
0: Cam Reddish was the they signed Reddish. He's not necessarily a scorer, but he's a decent defender. They signed Reddish to offset the Gabe Vincent signing, right? Yeah, you got one offensive player, one defensive player. So if you need to, like you can, you can swap offense and defense. You know, depending on how the game's going.
1: Um. So letting go Mo-, Mo Bamba was um was a good move for them. Um, letting um Malik Beasley walk, Schroeder. I don't think they should have let Schroeder. I think Dennis Schroeder could have stayed there, but um, I think. They probably signed Gabe Vincent to fill in that Dennis Schroeder hole right there.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um yeah. I don't know. Schroeder wasn't the greatest defender, but he did play defense. So d we'll see if Gabe Vincent buys into, you know, their defensive scheme or not. We'll see what happens. But maybe, you know, they can find a way to, to kinda work him into a system where he doesn't have to be a elite defender, you know, just, just decent.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Signing, I mean. Go ahead. Drafting Jalen Shafino was a good move for them, too. I think he is a decent player coming out of Indiana. Yep. Yeah, I think he'll have a good rookie season this year.
0: Yeah, I think he'll have a decent rookie season. I don't think he's going to get a, a ton of minutes. Uh, but I think he'll see some some spot duty here and there uh, I don't think that they'll put him in the uh, the G league I think he'll actually get to play a little bit uh in the NBA this year I know sometimes rookies go down to the g league before they get to come up but I think he'll he'll get to play
1: yeah 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 I think he'll get some playing time in there.
0: Um, all in all I think the moves were okay Uh, obviously they have room to make more moves during the season if they want to so there's that I I still think that they'll move D'Angelo Russell sometime during the season either before the trade deadline or or at the trade deadline I just don't think he's going to fit the scheme of this team and what they want to do while we're on the subject of the NBA go ahead
1: yeah, I do think that uh, they'll they'll probably sooner or later they'll probably trade D'Angelo Russell, uh, and they'll get they'll get and they'll probably get tired of just watching him not play defense. So uh, eventually they'll trade him. Okay.
0: All right, so while <clears throat> I'm on the social NBA, I'd like to talk about a couple of other uh, moves that I thought were interesting. One was the Boston Celtics. Uh, I was surprised one that they traded Marcus Smart to Memphis. Um, he was there, you know, although he had his problems and he, I feel like he's a dirty player, um, he was their best defender. Um, and so they dumped him and then they got Perzingus, which is I, I get why they got him they got him for offense he's not he's an okay defender he can get you some blocks here and there but he's definitely not a rim protector um yeah he's stuck so what surprised me was then after that they turned around and they traded grant Williams to the Dallas Mavericks. They did a sign-and-trade, basically, and traded Grant Williams to the Mavericks, which was another good defender on their team. And so I'm sitting here thinking, you know, why are they getting rid of all their defenders and just loading up on offensive players? Um, If you want to look at a team historically that was all offense and no defense, go back and look at those Phoenix Suns teams with Steve Nash on them and Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion man they could score a bunch of points but they couldn't play any defense and so they never won anything they'd always get stopped in the playoffs by a team who played defense like the Lakers or the Spurs or somebody of that nature so uh, that's I was a little surprised at the Boston Celtics moves as far as that goes uh, that's interesting to me I see they resigned Jalen Brown which I think was a good move to be quite honest I think that Jalen Brown is a better player than Jason Tatum. I don't know why Jason Tatum gets so much more press than Jalen Brown. Um, if you go back and look in the playoffs last year, Jalen Brown carried them in most of those games. Jason Tatum is a volume shooter. Uh, man, that dude will go 0 for 30 sometimes before he gets his first shot at game. As a matter of fact, there was a game where he didn't score his first point until the fourth quarter uh so uh i'm uh i'm surprised at that that's uh, a little we'll see how it works out for the celtics but that was uh interesting and a surprise for me
1: um yeah yeah that's also a surprise to me i i did not actually think that they would trade marcus smart and then trade Grant Williams. Those were two great defenders. I mean, Marcus Smart could play offense and defense. So, I don't understand why they traded him. I don't understand why they traded Grant Williams either, because he could play defense. Um, Chris Saps Porzingis can play defense, but um, he's... He, he's not Like rim, you said, he's, he's not yeah, a... Rim, he's not a rim protector. Yeah.
0: Grant Williams wasn't necessarily a rim protector, but he was a good defender. Uh... I know Marcus Smart made some dumb decisions. As, for as many good defensive decisions he made, he also made decisions that got them penalized, got them technicals, so I get it. Uh, you know, if they wanted to move on from Marcus Smart, i get it, but letting go of Grant Williams too, that, that was the move that, letting go of both of your your defenders, that that's what surprised me. I, I, I was kind of, you know, like, wow, both the defenders, and you thought they would have kept one, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they. I mean, at least they could have kept one, but nope, they. They uh, traded both of them. I mean, they need those defensive players, but uh, if they if 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 they can't play defense, then they won't have. Then they won't be winning championships because they. They've got to have a good defense. Um, I mean, I...
0: We'll see how it works out for them. I don't know. Yeah, but they... That was surprising. Uh, the last team I want to kind of talk about who made some major waves and uh, moves this off season were the Phoenix Suns. So they... They acquired Bradley Beal, uh, Jordan Goodwin, and Isaiah Todd from Washington, and a three-team deal also involving the Pacers. And they sent Chris Paul and Landry Shamet and five future second-round picks, four future pick swaps and cash considerations to Washington, and one future second-round pick to the Pacers. And then Washington sent a future second-round pick to Indiana. And so what surprises me about this is that they already have Devin Booker. So Devin Booker and Bradley Beal essentially play the same position, right? So one of them is going to have to yeah. play small forward, but that makes for kind of a small small forward, doesn't it? Yeah. How how tall is Bradley Beal?
1: Um, he's six foot
0: four. Yeah, and Devin Booker is what six six. Let
1: me see, six, six foot five.
0: five. Yeah. That's just basically Bill and Booker play the same position. So are they gonna try to force one of them to learn how to play point guard? Is that is that there? Everybody's picking them now to be the favorite in the West, but I'm just not buying it yet because what what are you how are you gonna? How are you going to put that line up on the floor? And so for me, that means that whichever one of them two plays small forward, that's probably going to be a uh, liability on defense. And then if you try to force one of them to play point guard, I mean, Bill is a decent facilitator, but and so is Booker, but they're not point guards. So you're going to try to force one of them to be predominantly a point guard? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't know how that lineup's going to work. That's interesting. Thanks. I saw they signed Eric Gordon, which I think is a good signing. Gordon's still um, a good uh, role player, probably to come off the bench to help them out. But I just, I don't know. And then they, they traded Cameron Payne, who I thought would replace Chris Paul as a starting point guard. But they traded him too. So I don't even know who, if they have any point guards, true point guards on their team anymore.
1: Uh, yeah, me either, um, you know, they, I mean, trading Chris Paul was a good move for them, but, but Cameron Payne, I mean, at least they could have kept Cameron Payne, at, at least they could have kept him to solve the, their point guard position, um, but I, I do agree. They basically do play the same position. Um, Booker plays shooting guard. Beal plays shooting guard. They're pretty much. Booker's just one inch taller than Beal, so. It, it's, it's, yeah, that
0: doesn't it's make sense. It's kind of weird to me. Um, yeah. That, then they signed Bobo, uh, which is okay. Um, he's he'd be a good backup center to DeAndre Ayton, but I yeah. don't know. I'm just that's interesting. Not. Not really sure what they were thinking there. Um, maybe. I guess we'll find out.
1: Maybe they're thinking.
0: Um, maybe they're going to let Kevin Durant handle the ball coming up the floor, I guess. I don't know. Maybe let Kevin Durant kind of play a LeBron James role where he's a point forward. I mean, Kevin Durant can handle the ball. I don't know if he's that kind of player like that, but he can, so... Maybe that's what they're going to try to have him do is be a point forward and kind of predominantly bring the ball up the floor to facilitate those two in itself. I don't know. Mm. We'll see what happens with that. But I, that that one's interesting to me.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, signing Bobo. Mm, it was good. It was a good one. Um, He'll be a good back... He... Yeah, I do agree. He will be a good backup for... DeAndre Ayton Um <clears throat> I do think maybe Kevin Durant could uh maybe Kevin Durant could um handle the ball like a LeBron James. Um do point guard or mm. And forward and not it it, it could happen. Could be
0: more of a point forward, not a, not a point guard. They just a forward bringing the ball down the floor. The only person that was ever successful at playing point guard, at six foot nine, was Magic Johnson. He predominantly played point guard. Oh, yeah. LeBron James kind of he brings the ball down a lot, but not all the time. So that's why you kind of call it a point forward because he's he's that doesn't. Bringing the ball down the field all the time, you still have your point guard, but you know, you're just, just an alternate ball handler. Um, so yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how they work that out. It's gonna be interesting, yep,
1: yeah, it's gonna be really interesting.
0: I know the uh preseason for the NBA, I believe, starts in October, so it's coming up fast. Uh, man it's fall you can tell it's fall all, this, all the fall sports are starting you know we got football now uh, NFL t- Sunday tomorrow we'll get to see all those games we're finishing up watching these college games today uh, we're going to be busy busy uh, a whole fall Boy, there's going to be a lot of games to talk about and a lot of a lot of games to watch so uh, yeah that's the fall sports you're in
1: Yep. They're in.
0: I do wanna uh take a minute to talk about that uh Chiefs Bills game real Chiefs Bills game. Chiefs Lions smack myself there. The uh, Chiefs Lions game, thank you. <laughs> uh the I called it what I say twenty one seventeen Lions. They won twenty one twenty, so I was close. I was close. Uh Yep. But I, I thought the Lions would have a chance to uh, win that one, especially with Kelsey out and the Chiefs were missing a couple of their defensive players. Yeah, like uh, Jones. I think that the the Lions are sneaky good, and I think that the people are sleeping on them, and I think they're going to continue to kind of surprise people here at the beginning of the season. Um, because I, I think the Lions are better than people think they are. Uh, they've had some very good draft picks here the last few years. They've been slowly building a really good team. They've had a couple of trades uh, that worked out in their favor. And, uh, man, I think the Lions are going to be sneaky good. I, I look for them to, to be in the, the hunt for that uh, NFC North title. Yep. So... Uh, I'm excited to watch some more n f l games tomorrow. How about you?
1: oh yeah, I'm very excited very
0: All right, take some of that in see what's going on uh, man it's football season yep uh, that is gonna do it for this show um I will say that uh One more real quick thing before we end the show about the uh, Detroit-Kansas City game. Uh, So Kansas City was in control of that game for most of the game. So, you know, I don't know if Travis Kelsey makes a huge difference. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Uh, Because Kansas City was in control of that game for most of the game. Detroit took that lead late late in the fourth quarter. And so... Um, that was pretty interesting to me like Detroit kind of you know got that last that touchdown in the fourth uh, and then held Kansas City to a field goal in the fourth and uh, you know that I think Detroit's going to surprise some people they had some pretty good offense you know not bad not bad Detroit I like it uh, yeah not bad all right, that'll do it for our show today. Um, we thank you for listening. Don't forget, we are on YouTube now. We have a YouTube channel under the same name as our show, Common Man's Take on Sports. We have a, a Facebook page, Common Man's Take on Sports. Uh, we, if you can't find our, if your friends can't get to our shows through a podcast, please send them in that direction for YouTube and Facebook, and they can I. We post our, our episodes on there too, so people can listen to them. Um, if you do have access to podcasts, then we please ask you to subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. We're on most platforms uh, now, so you can access our podcast from almost uh, just about anywhere. Uh, so please subscribe. Please hit that like button. Uh, and again, we thank you for listening. We hope you continue to listen. We hope you enjoyed our show. Uh, and we'll see you next show.